0: Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me Hannah McIntyre. How you doing? I hope you enjoyed yesterday's interview with Fen and today is another mediumship mini with a question that was probably asked to me a long long time ago but I am just getting around to it because I am so freaking busy. So, who is it from? Because I screenshot it. It is from Karen. Karen says, Hi, Hannah. Been listening to your podcast. I love it. The Lovers in Capitals. I wonder if you could do an episode on the structure of a reading one-to-one. I've been doing practice readings on my friends, but I've got all this information coming through, and I don't know how to structure it, or what visuals belongs to which spirit, if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Right. So, Karen, if you haven't listened to finessing Frequencies listen to that first. (laughs) And then what I want you to do when you're doing a one-to-one is I want you to be almost painfully human about it. I want you to decide what reading you are doing and tune your energy in so for me it's all about intention you tune your radio into whatever frequency you're working in so if you are working psychically you're wanting to read their energy that's where your radio tunes into if you're wanting to communicate with a spirit guide for them you're tuning into spirit guide frequency that's where the information is coming from if you're wanting to do evidential you are tuning into a loved one for that person and that is where the information is coming from And then, as a beginner, I want you to set your intention that you work only with one spirit. And then, no matter what happens in the reading, because when we're learning, what happens is people want to help. And what they want to do is help by telling you that, oh, that bit belongs to that spirit, and that bit belongs to that spirit, and that bit belongs to that spirit. And it gets very confusing. So, one of your greatest... um, empowerers, I'm trying to think of the right word, I don't know what it is, that you need to have is that you know you are only communicating with one spirit. Now it is possible to communicate with more than one at once, but you have to be open to that and ready for that. And I do believe in the intelligence of the spirit world. They're not going to overload you with an entire family when you just need to know one. Now what can happen with that is it can be painful because sometimes you can get more no's as a result of that. If you are... Feeling or giving yourself the excuse, for want of a better expression, that you are communicating with six different members of that person's family. The odds are you're going to get more yeses, but that doesn't make it right. You have to be comfortable with getting no's. I've got a whole podcast brewing about that at some point. But in the meantime, let's stay where we are. See? Structure. Knowing what you're talking about. So you set your intention to work with only one spirit. And what I found happened, for example, is when I first started practicing and I would say, I've got a lady here and I know that she smokes and someone would go, yes, I go, she feels like your nan. And they'd say, yes. And then I'd say, she's showing me a locket. And they'd say, oh, that's my other nan. And then I'd go, oh, bloody hell, I've got both of them. I don't know what to do. And then I would kind of mess up the energy flow because then i'd be reaching for two spirits i want you to stay in that structure of one because what happened was when i realized that that was actually a pain in the bum and i needed to take control of my readings which took me probably longer than it should have but i didn't have a podcast to ask um what would happen is i would then say i've got a nan here and she smokes and they'd say yes and i'd say she's showing me a locket and they'd say oh, no, that's my other nan. And I'd say, no, it isn't. I really feel like I'm still with this smoking nan over here. And they'd say, oh, yeah, well, she did have a locket. It's just that I thought it would be my other nan because we talked about her locket or she had a picture of me in the locket. And I'd be like, no, no, I'm I'm still with the smoking nan. So sometimes people will tell you that they associate it more with another member of the family, but it doesn't mean it doesn't apply to the spirit you're speaking with. So my belief for the greatest structure of a reading is to know which frequency you're in and stick in it when you're a beginner so do a psychic reading for someone stay in psychic do a spirit guide reading for someone stay in spirit guide do an evidential connection with someone stay in evidential until you get more confident when you get more confident you will find that you're able to move through the different frequencies with ease still setting that intention and knowing where you're at but it is so 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 important to know where you're at because that will give you confidence and that will give you that feeling of knowing where that information is coming from and feeling like you can explore it more because if you get a no you can go back to it and go, okay, well, how have I got that wrong? Rather than going, no, I don't know where it's coming from, I don't know what I'm doing, because you know where you're at. And I honestly do believe that is the greatest gift you can give yourself in mediumship. We all like to think that spirit will open up, but the trouble is, the trouble is, is that if you've got someone sat in front of you, you feel up their energy, that's psychic, I know it's not a great way of phrasing it, but it makes me laugh, you give them a quick feel up, you've got that psychic impression but their spirit guides and their loved ones are with them they're not not there they're always with all of us so if you then sort of feel up their energy but then you're also feeling there's a spirit guide there and you start communicating with them but then you can you're also feeling their nan you're diffusing your energy and your power and you can't blend with everything all at once you're a human being so you're better off just picking one thing and moving into that and allowing the energy to build in that and become confident in that. And I'm not saying on an ongoing basis, I'm, I'm just saying per reading. So you do, you're doing a psychic reading for someone and you stay in psychic and you finish and complete that reading. And then if the next day you want to do an evidential mediumship, that's fine. But it's better for you to experience all of them separately because also they feel slightly different. And if you get into that space where you can feel the different energy and you know which one you're in, that will make you a stronger medium going forward, because a lot of mediums can't even tell which frequency they're in and they're working professionally. Does that help, Karen? I hope so. I hope hope it does. I think it will. Um, As I've said, be open to receiving information in all the different ways all the different curves all the time but in the frequency that you have set your intention to work in and you will just fly my love it'll be great for you i hope this helps and thanks so much for submitting a question and being so patient and not chasing me up 12 times <laughs> if you've got a question you want to add to the podcast list to get answered sometime maybe in 2023 I'm sure it will be. I'm just kidding. Uh, Please do email podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk and I will catch up with you all again soon.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.